Hey, so this is episode one. Um, sitting at Jaden's house, uh, hanging out. So um, we were just kind of talking about how we want to start this podcast off and and what our, our goal should be for this first episode. Um, <clears throat> so we've decided uh, we're just going to kind of give a, a flyover of like what who we are and, and what this podcast will look like and what we, well, I guess, want to achieve on yeah, this podcast. Yeah, just like high level, this was our life, this is yeah. you know, the audience we'd like to speak to. We have we have so many stories um, that tie into different like pieces of our life and experiences and stuff like that, so we're going to save some of those like themes and topics for you know specific episodes. <clears throat> anyway, <clears throat> my name is Bennett, so I'm the... Second oldest of the siblings, uh, there were four of us. Um, I was born in Italy in 1990, uh, so my parents were stationed, my family was stationed in Naples, Italy, um, when I was born. Uh, so that's a little bit about me. I live in Prairie Grove. I don't <laughs> You're know. the oldest of the boys. Yeah, oldest the boys. The oldest second, son. The oldest the son. The first, born. the first born male. And the only child that had a B name. <laughs> yeah. But somebody didn't catch the memo. Yeah. So Jaden, Jackson, and John, and then there's Bennett. <laughs> that made Nana mad. <laughs> so she called. So she called John Bunky for <laughs> for most of your life. I owned it too. I love it. <clears throat> I'm uh. So I'm Jaden. I am the oldest. I'm the only girl. It was a rough life. Yeah, that's um, so rough. Basically I, a boy for the first couple of years. <laughs> like, I just had little hair. My childhood, I had three older little hair. I had three, was so big. <laughs> I, grew, I grew up with three older brothers for the, for the, for the first couple of years. Um, <laughs> better than football than any of us. <laughs> so, yeah, a little bit of a tomboy. But I, I was the only one of the kids that was born in the States. I'm a true mm. American. You have foreigners. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're on American soil. I mean, uh, we were we were duallys. <laughs> That's true. So, du- so dual citizenship. Uh, part of the luxury of being born overseas is, in most countries, I think they. It's just Italians. Yeah. No, no, no. Germany was not the same way. I did not. I did not have it. So, if you're born in Italy as a U.S. citizen, you have dual citizenship until you're 18. To keep to keep your citizenship. In Italy, you had to serve two years in the Italian military after you turned 18. And, and I, you punked out. And I decided <laughs> Provident when I, I was just going to be American. Well, <laughs> the United States doesn't reciprocate uh, dual citizenship. Uh, so what? it would have been valid for Italy, but it, oh, it, wouldn't, have, it wouldn't have made I a difference for the United either. States. So um, anyway, I'm, I am a U.S. citizen. <laughs> so it's like dual citizenship if they both agree. Yeah, well, that's not like, dual. In Italy, he's a dual citizen. No, but until I was 18. So when I, before I was 18, I had both citizenships huh hmm. but it doesn't matter before you're 18 because yeah we're, after yeah. that you have to earn your citizenship <laughs> yeah. in italy uh, at least that's how i've understood it i've never actually looked that up or verified but well are you done because now i wanted to say where i was born <laughs> i was born in georgia <laughs> i'm an american um i was born in Warner robbins georgia i uh so it's my dad's first uh, assignment, I believe, right? Before, and I was six months, baby years old when I was shipped off to Italy. I mean, I like I was shipped off, but like I went with my mom and dad. But still, bro, you were that baby screaming on the plane. Everybody was like, "God, he made it sound like you were Moses." 
like put you in a bread basket and floated you off in a room. But, so <laughs> mom was 24, I think. Once? Yeah, I think so. I think she, yeah, she's 20 when she got married, 24. Yeah. When she had you and then 24 years old. Both my parents are from Birmingham, Alabama. Had never really left. No, mom mom had been to Hawaii and a few other places maybe overseas. She's been to Hawaii. Yeah, that's I how she know. named you. No, I don't think what? she I don't think she went there. I think she saw a commercial. Um, we're learning home. about each other with you yeah, all. Yeah. So no, no, no. So. My name came from a Hawaiian Airlines commercial, and the chick's name was Jaden. I, I literally thought she was on a flight to Hawaii, and the stewardess's wow, name was Jaden. And she elaborated <laughs> her story to you. Okay, so how come I didn't get that version? Jayden I was in a... Hawaii, and I saw the sunset, right. and God spoke audibly from the clouds, Jaden. <laughs> That will be your first bones name. Yeah. I don't know why God was British in that, but anyway. <laughs> That's how it was. Basically, so, yeah. and then, so so my <laughs> life kicked off <laughs> in Georgia, and then next thing I knew, I was in Italy. Mm-hmm. It's also crazy to think, imagine being mom and dad, like, you're newly married, you just had a baby, mm-hmm. you're going to Italy. Like, well, I mean, they've gone on trips and stuff like that, but yeah. they, like you said, never lived out they of They also went to Italy, not like vacationed or like stayed on base. Like they lived off base, had to drive, had to oh, learn how to drive. Yeah, they rented an, had an apartment. Had one car that yeah. dad took to work. So Mom just like, was just like, well, their own yeah, no, no, it's like seriously so crazy. Mom's, mom's a superstar though. Yeah, I can't believe, I can't believe she's like, all that. Yeah. So Italy, so Jaden at six months old moved to Italy with my parents. Uh, exactly. Uh, 18 so months. 18 were yeah all, the three oldest of us are 18 months apart so a year and a half later I was born in Naples a year and a half later Jackson was born in Naples so Jackson's the third born um, Jackson is not with us uh, our sweet brother passed away in 2012 mm-hmm. um, we miss him and, and he would have been an, uh, an awesome addition to this oh my gosh <laughs> to it this been group. awesome to have oh, sure. <laughs> some yeah. of this feedback and stuff I feel like we all have such different perspectives and mm-hmm. Um, just different ways that our upbringings like affected us both good like definitely good and and negatively and yeah definitely definitely missing him especially right now he's here with us in spirit yeah exactly yeah so Um, little baby john so then hold on so how old was so i was two when we left italy so jackson would have been six months old Right. Oh, when he was when, <laughs> when when we packed up all the three things that we owned <laughs> and went to uh, Spangdalen, Germany. Yep. So I am John, the baby. We were dad was stationed in uh, Bitburg. No, I was we, born we, in Bitburg. No, he I was. was he, he worked at Spangdalen. No. We were we lived at Bitburg. Rams Ramstein. Ramstein. He was stationed at Ramstein. I don't think it was Ramstein. I think it was Spangdalen. Okay, Spangdalen. I think it was Spangdalen. Actually, we were stationed there. We lived in Bitburg. Yeah. Bitburg is the town that I was born in. I was not born in a hospital. I was born on my parents' bedroom floor. <laughs> it was uh, quite the intro. For, it was. For the that baby. was so nuts. I and I remember that. Like that's, I was old well, that's, enough. That's I the reason we don't eat Rocky Road ice cream anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so my dad had this thing, and it, it was one of my favorite traditions. Sundays after church, after dinner, we always had ice cream. My dad was real like. Uh, we didn't need a lot of excess sugar or anything like that. Sodas only on. Saturdays, Saturdays yeah. and ice cream Sunday nights. That was a treat. I Ben and I remember eating Rocky Road ice cream 
um, while my dad's on the phone with the paramedics because my mom's in labor <laughs> and ends up giving birth to baby John in the floor of the bedroom. My dad delivered in. Yikes. It was insane. Yeah. Kind of It's also cool. like, so that my mom's... Uh, tells me all the time that when I was born, I literally didn't cry at all. She said, whenever I came out, my dad put me in her arms and I just looked around. Yeah, I don't even think I, I, don't, I don't know that they cut the umbilical cord until well, after no, the... Because dad couldn't. So dad held, dad and mom held you until the paramedics came in and then the yeah, so you were still you were, you still had that lifeline, bro. Bro, I thought yeah, I'd just carry a souvenir. So then, so then the, I'm taking this with me. The, the paramedics uh, cut the umbilical and helped mom deliver the placenta, and then Ugh. and then they they said, "Well, would you like to take a shower?" And so <laughs> they rushed John to the hospital as a newborn with my dad, I think, and then. Yeah, and then, and yeah, then there was somebody else. Mom was just like, yeah, I'll get there when I can. Like, yeah, they, Yo, they, you they remember like, four. Chill. You were old news. Yeah. Like, you were super cute. But she like, was like, she all right, well, the there's another one bites the dust. <laughs> so, so mom took a shower, took her time getting to the hospital, and I think y'all just stayed one night. Huh. And I was I, also... John had the most exciting uh, birth story. Yeah. I was also, very conveniently, the accident, because, like, Bennett, uh, <laughs> there is, I think, well, yeah, like, almost exactly a year, or a little over a year, between all y'all. Yeah, and then... Two years. A year and a half, exactly. Between the three of y'all, and then I'm four years after Jackson. So, yeah. Jaden is, most of the time, seven years older than me, sometimes six. Yeah. You are five years older than me. Five and a half. No, I don't feel that much older yeah. than you. Not anymore. Now that you're an adult and we're like real friends and stuff, that's as weird a, to think as about. As a kid, though, you were like always tiny. No. Yeah. And mom, mom always talks about John. You had a different childhood than us you it, did. in the sense that I don't Here remember you doing chores. I don't oh remember my god. Them being well, super strict. But mom yeah. was like, literally, I I made a comment one time and I was like, "You baby John," and she's like, "Jaden, you baby him." I like you were my baby doll. Like I, re- I don't think you poured your own cereal till you were like eleven years old. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was definitely not spoiled when it came with dad, though. Like when it came to dad, I definitely did. I did. I did the same thing y'all did. Maybe we might have been a little bit better off as a family in general. So we might have, you know, had a couple extra bucks in our pocket. So we is in well, mom that was, dad. That was not one of us. That was the dog. <laughs> yeah, we've, we're surrounded by dogs, by the way. So um, anytime y'all hear a door open or dogs, that's just how we roll. It's my house. <laughs> Your house. It is what it is. So four, so four kids um, <clears throat> traveled. I think we ended up living seven, <laughs> seven different places. <laughs> Jeez, uh, seven different places in the Air Force. So starting with, um, starting with my parents. Both grew up, lived in the okay. same hotel. Same- Can I tell them about Mom's Mother Day, Mother's Day gift that we did a couple of years ago with the map? Yeah. Sorry. Is well, that- tell that well. Well, because it, it, it's just really sweet. For Mother's Day one year, we did this, and it was like it was kind of we were thinking it was like her journey as a mother because literally yeah. we had this whole map with the nails in it at each place we lived. Like basically, motherhood brought her here and there and yeah. everywhere, and like so good. Anyway, yeah, so it's kind of cool, cool. cool to see it laid out. Like well, that. and so there's there's uh, yarn or string going and going like around the needles. They're needles, not nails. But so in these needles, there's a string that kind of like draws a line from where from place to place where it all. We might have to like post a picture on yeah. Instagram so, or something like that. So Georgia to <clears throat> so, Italy yeah, to so Germany to Texas Bir- to Birmingham, Georgia. Mm-hmm. 
Adelaide, or um, Warner Robins, Georgia, yeah. Naples, Italy, Spangdalem, Germany, San Antonio, Texas, right outside of Baltimore, Maryland, the Azores, Portugal, which is the islands off the coast of Portugal. We were literally in the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. Uh, just north of Sacramento, California, and their dad retired, and we ended up in Prairie Grove, Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah. And we've been here for 10 years. This is the longest I've ever lived anywhere. Yeah, I was thinking so. about that today, actually. Like, no, just thinking about the podcast and stuff. And it was like, I used to say California. I was, I was, I was thinking to myself, where do I say I'm from? Because now I try to, like, give some people more time back in their day. When instead of just explaining, like, yeah. you just asked a really complex question. I used to say California because I'm like, well, I graduated high school. I went to college there. I, I spent the most time there. And now that's not true. Like, mm-hmm. I think of, as of... I don't even remember how long I stayed in California. Longer than you guys. Yeah, because you, you moved back for us. Yeah, season. back and then back there. Well, and me and mom moved out here first. And you then... went through 2009, I think. The summer 2009? Yes. No, yeah. no, no. Summer 2008. Hmm. No. I think it's 2009 because y'all came back from my high All school right. graduation. Quick math. I graduated <laughs> in 2014. I started in eighth grade here. So five minus 2014. So yeah, 2009. Yep. What, what kind of math was that? Yeah. Well, so that, so, so speaking <laughs> five of, minus speaking 2014, of math, or sorry, we, 2014 minus we, five. We also have another little twist to our childhood. Um, we were homeschooled. <laughs> homeschooled. So you have, you have some little foreign kids growing up overseas you and everything. In and the presence we were of homeschooled Weirdos. Well, so we're not I, the weird homeschool kids, though. Yeah, we're like the so, cool kids. Well, we're like well, the. Well, well, we're, I mean, no, we are. I mean, we're, we're I, not. We're not stereotypical yes. homeschoolers. Let's homeschool. say that because because yeah. because there were some cool homeschoolers that were weird, and there were some weird homeschoolers that were just weird. Yeah. And maybe we're I don't know weird. I think we're I think, just weird, but in a different way. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like most people that I've met that have been homeschooled, like while we're talking, I I like feel or I can like sense something, and then they say that they're homeschooled. I'm like, there it is. There's See, some, I, there's I some people there that I've met that I'm like, there's no way you're homeschooled. There's some people, yeah, they tell me I'm like, yeah. I want I want to know if people know that I was homeschooled. Mm. I don't I think, know I don't think it's like a, it's like a radar. You're like, yeah, you're just like ding ding ding. Yeah. I don't think people can tell with you. I don't I think, think so. Cool. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I feel I feel I honestly think that we are so unique. That we blend in pretty good with every, um, every. I mean, everyone that I've met, I think I blend in well, well with or yeah. get to know. I feel like I can get along with literally yeah. any kind of Same. person. Yeah. I mean, you were literally forced to make f- new friends every three years. Yeah. So we got so good at meeting people. We got you so got good to. at like, you I mean, what was the, the average, average time span was three, three and a half years that we stayed mm-hmm. places. So, you know, you mean you pack up as little as, uh, um, um, golly. Words are hard. Where Were you we San Antonio, Texas. We, we lived there for a year and one day. So, like, you can't even make a friend in one year. Right. And we were homeschooled. <laughs> the girl next door does not count. <laughs> she had a bunny. <laughs> Amanda. Or, oh, wait. We're not saying names. <laughs> it's okay. Little. That wasn't even her name. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> Amanda. So, if you're Amanda. All, all I'm saying to the homeschool <clears throat> thing is I've never worn a denim skirt at a bowling alley or right. at a skating rink. I and did, there did, were people who did. There were people who did, and I did not have a a Jedi braid that I wore. <laughs> you did not, and but not. there were people who did. There and were people I, that did. We didn't eat like all organic food and stuff like that. And we like, did not make our own bread. Did not make our own clothes. No, 
No. We did watch Little House on the Prairie, though. <laughs> that was by choice, though. <laughs> it's a good show. Yeah. And as y'all saw earlier, I definitely do math and, like, do things weird. But we learned. Because that's another thing. We that, can, like, read and stuff. We can, like, do math I mean, I'm not, stuff. I'm not I have real a stoop. job and everything. I'm not real stupid, but, you know, I don't really know a whole lot. But, you know, like, most kids, there's, like, the certain way you learn in school and stuff like yeah. that. Like, we didn't learn the, like, by the book way. Yeah. But... When you're young, counting, you don't have to go to school to learn how to count. Like, mom, we, I feel like Yeah, job. so my mom was, she homeschooled four kids um, pretty much all the way through. Jaden, you did. I did all, I, I was homeschooled until my senior year. And you did at home study at that. Yeah, yep. So I, I was homeschooled all the way through 10th grade and did junior and senior year at a, at a public school in California. And I was homeschooled up until we moved here. I did the very end of seventh grade, and then I did eighth grade, and then high school. And and Jackson did all the way through tenth grade. And he started his junior year in California, and then transferred to Ar- or to Prairie Grove, and did his senior year here. Yeah, dude, just doing your senior year, like yeah. no, it was rough. it was bonkers. And the only reason I even went my senior year is because they changed something. Where I just wanted to play soccer, and mm-hmm. so I played with that club team, and I really wanted to play high school soccer. Mm-hmm. And especially to move on to the next level to get to play college somewhere. Mm. So basically the school was like, well, she's got to be enrolled. But I had too many credits. I don't know if you guys know this. I had too many credits when Mm. I started. So instead of like actually like completing a a real senior year, I would graduate before the fall, which was when soccer season was. And so they put me on this like special, I don't know. It was like, no, it was an alternative scheduled learning. And so I read like a book a week and gave an oral dictation once wow. a week um, to <clears throat> ensure that I wasn't going to graduate too early so that I could play high school soccer. Cheapers. Yeah, it was That's awesome. Cool. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. So. so a bit of a unique, I would say, unique childhood. I mean, growing up in the military is unique enough. Being homeschooled at that is a whole level, a whole nother level of... I don't know, maybe not unique, but we definitely had a different um, going, growing up than the typical I remember, American kid. Do you remember those moms? There's, home, there's, there's definitely two kinds of homeschooled moms. Or maybe there's other homeschooled mom and then our mom. But our, our mom was so chill and so cool. Like, I, I remember being in Maryland and her being like, all right, we're starting school. And she would set us up with her own studies. And we'd be like, after the second house on the prairie. And she'd be like, sure. Or or, or yeah. she or she used to tell us there'd be mornings where she'd wake up at nine and just not want to get up yet. So yeah. she'd just tell so us she'd to go watch So she'd be like, go show. read. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not ready to get up and do stuff yet. And and that probably makes it sound like we did not do school. We did We did school so that when we went to public school, it was like, you know, mm-hmm. not 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 to knock on homeschool or public school kids, but we we were pretty well advanced. Yeah, like um, I said, I was going to graduate too early than in anticipated, and yeah, I remember going to seventh grade history class. You know, and like we definitely did actual schoolwork, but we also watched a lot of History Channel and Animal Planet and that kind of <laughs> stuff. So like, I remember being in history class and uh, the teacher saying something and me being like that's it that's all we're gonna talk like there's way more to this you know yeah but um, yeah i think i think we oh go ahead no you go ahead i was gonna say i think we we said military 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 specifically our dad was air force yeah so 26 years 26 years active duty air force um and then however many combined years between the four of us kids 
of service. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another, uh, not trying to brag, not trying to flex, but the only uh, kid to carry on the family business. Yes, it's I true. Did, well, it's not actually real, but I did. Uh, it was real. You served the country. I did. You went to I was, camp. I was in the, that's not boot camp. That's what the Marines do. In the Army, <laughs> we go to basic training. <laughs> uh, so I did, I went to. Things that military <laughs> kids know that others don't. I went uh, into the Army Reserves after high school, did six years of active reserve, and then now I'm on the IAR. Most of, some of y'all will know what that is, but it stands for inactive reserve. Are you still? Yeah. Oh, when this, is that up? This July is when I'll be like officially out. Cause like yeah, technically right now, like I don't go to training and I'm not like actively doing anything. Mm-hmm. But if something popped off and like they, could, I'm technically still in the army. Like mm-hmm. they could call me back up right they now. They own you, dude. For until July. July, until July, I'm completely, I'm completely out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm super proud of you for that. Honestly, like some of the, like, I don't know, being my age and kind of reflecting on things I would do different was I remember going to a Marine graduation. uh, When was that? It was like Mm. the summer, maybe it was the summer of my junior year. And that's what I wanted to do. Mm. That's what I wanted to do. And now if I could go back and I could change anything in my life, I would have done that. I would have done that instead of that, like, getting married business. I was... (laughs) The highlight of that trip. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, the best part of that trip was definitely Sea World. I'm not going to lie. Sea we, we Yeah, to we definitely went to Sea World. What? For uh, oh, yeah. graduation. Yeah, the graduation. Yeah, we went to Sea World. Did we yeah. go to Sea It was in San Diego. How did y'all not remember that? Yeah, I think we did. I don't think I know. I was I've like I've been to SeaWorld. I don't think it was for All I remember from that trip besides the trip. graduation was Jackson was dared to eat a spoonful of wasabi at the oh, restaurant. Do you remember that? And yeah. he did. Me, and me and him both didn't know what it was. I think he might have known. No, I think he knew. He was just like he would do, do anything know? for a dare. Jesus. Cheapers. Another really cool thing about um being in the military and moving so much is like all of my family on my mom and dad's side are all from Alabama. Um, so whenever we were like stationed in California uh, for Christmases every year, we would drive, we would road trip from Northern California to Birmingham, Alabama. Dude, like two and a half day drive. Yeah, do you remember driving from Texas to upstate New York? Mm-hmm. I don't really remember I mean, the we, drive, but I remember Road New trips York. were our thing, yeah, dude. We, so even when we were stateside, we were traveling constantly. Well, we were, I think we were just professional travelers. Like We just yeah. did that for all of our See, yeah, travel. because the on those drives from California to Alabama, I think we did it three years, and we did a different route every year. So we would like see all the stops on the way there and on the way back, you know, we were, uh, you know, I mean, Grand Canyon, uh, Hoover Dam, like, that's how we got our hours. That's how Ben and I got our hours for our permits and stuff was was driving cross country. country. Um, so it is weird, uh, just seeing the difference of like my friends here that have like grown up, you know, in the same place, have the same friends and stuff is like, I cannot relate to having not having the same friends because we have Mm. friendships that have lasted over but but not having like daily life friends that i grew up with in the same place and went to school with you know since kindergarten and memories associated with the same place or the same houses and just like um just family and stuff like 
Mm-hmm. I didn't grow up seeing my grandparents every single mm-hmm. Christmas, yeah. you know, or... Some whatever. aunts and uncles we saw once every, like, four or five, like, yeah. like no, like, ten years. Like, mm-hmm. very seldom do we mm-hmm. see some aunts and uncles. Like, that's not... Yeah, whenever I go to a friend's house or I'm hanging out with somebody or anytime I've ever looked at a yearbook, you know, and they... They're... <clears throat> I see a buddy of mine... That him and another mutual friend have been friends since, like, kindergarten. It's yeah, like, dude, I've never, crazy. you know, mm-hmm. like you said, there's some friends that have kind of, we've stayed in touch with over the years, but, like, we didn't live right next door to the same people for 20 years, you know? Like, and and I don't know if you guys relate to this at all, but that whole concept of, I feel like I, because of my childhood and because of just experiences and stuff, I feel like I can make good friends quickly yeah um but i feel like it's harder to i'm not even gonna say sustain those friendships but there's this this thing in the back of my head that's like we have these few years we make the most of it it's not that i like want to leave your life or anything like that but it just feels like it like it it naturally should be a temporary thing yeah because that's how it was always growing up is like you had you know i was telling somebody like my best friend was the person that i was friends with the longest and that was in maryland and I don't even know where he is, yeah. <laughs> you know, just because for those four years that, that, that felt the, you know, felt the, uh, filled the need, I guess. Um, which, which is like weird because it enriches yeah. relationships. Like, like I said, I feel like I can be intentional in relationships and, yeah. and really care for that person. But the, after a certain amount of time, it, it almost feels awkward of like, oh, so you're not moving. I'm not moving. We don't have, to we say have a great friendship. Yeah. You know, what's the, what do we do after this? Like, I just make friends, make the most of our time and stuff like that. And then I don't know what to do with it afterwards. Yeah. It's also kind of a trip because like, since we've lived here so long, it feels like we should have moved or like, it feels like there's, like you said, there's like a three and a half year timer almost that goes off where it's like, okay, it's time for things to change. It's time to like. Mm -hmm. Different life, different place, different, everything different. Which, I mean, so growing up, that's that's such a huge benefit. And I think I'm really blessed in life to have, like, seen the world and, and have some, like, the diversity, I guess, in life to that I've learned and grown from that's been a big positive. It's also, I feel like, a, a big negative in life is, like, um, instinctually, like, you just kind of pack up and leave. Or, like, mm-hmm. you, you're almost mentally and emotionally ready to check out of things because that's typically what you've done right you know yeah. so i mean there's a there's a, a pro and a con i think on on that aspect. shout out to all of our fellow military kids who know exactly what we're talking about yeah. and are either going through that right now or are in our position you know you you grew up in that type of family and you're just kind of sitting back you know, you know trying to set it. down roots and stuff and you're like right. this is weird because y'all know what we're talking about like it's kind of hard to just like yeah. Well, what 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 would you say each of you like your hardest move, like the one that hurt the most? Um. Probably, Portugal. So how old were you then? So I was fourteen when we left. So eleven years old to fourteen years old, and I think the I think what made it hard is that I was old enough to realize like these are these are friends that, you know, like when you have. Friends as a kid, I think I think it's different than one of your friends as a, like a, mm-hmm. a teenager. Mm-hmm. So these were these were like true friends, mm-hmm. and these are true friends that I knew that I probably would never see again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and and like it was such a it was such a 
I don't know how to describe it. It felt like turmoil because we were flying space available. Do you remember that? Oh, so we yeah. would we would have said goodbye to everyone that we knew, and then they would say, "Hey, there's not enough yeah. <laughs> space on this flight, so y'all are staying for another three days." So so, so did, we would come back, and all of our friends would be like, "You're still here," and we'd be yeah, like, "Yeah, we have yeah, to say we goodbye have to, do to you it again, again all over again." So space available is basically <laughs> if you are flying with your sponsor. Um, so, so in Where this case, it was my dad. Yeah, so your sponsor um, is your active duty person. Yeah, so, our dad. so you can fly space available, which is free. Um, and basically, it's, it's exactly what it sounds like. If there's available seats on the flight, you're, you're going to be able to fly out of there and, for free with your sponsor. And we're saying flight, quote unquote. <laughs> yeah. that, that, could, that could be on a 747, like a commercial jet. That could also be on a cargo jet where with no air conditioning, one bathroom, and they give fold you... <laughs> out chairs on the side, tanks yes. strapped down to the center of it. You, they literally give you earplugs and then ear earmuffs. You're, you're getting on a on a giant sardine can for eleven hours with mm-hmm. no no regulated temperature inside the cabin. They give you a box and a blanket. Oh, I mean, and y'all, y'all, y'all think it. you're gonna watch a TV? Nah, dude. No, no <laughs> entertainment, no snack. I mean, you got your box and it's got like. An apple, An apple, a sandwich. Y'all remember we a ate bottle of water? <laughs> we <laughs> ate MREs. I'm pretty sure, didn't we? Am I making that up? Or did we eat? I mean, for, MREs? That's fine. I, I we definitely eat MREs. Yeah. We, well, I mean, we didn't on, on so, that flight, that was like all there was. Civilian, civilian people don't know what an MRE is. Mm-hmm. MRE is a meal ready to eat. And so that's what, um, if you're deployed and you're, you're um, in the field, basically, and you take an MRE, it's... It's a it's, bunch of stuff that never listen, goes bad. And listen, I know, I know. There's a girl out there thinking, "I'm gonna go on the MRE diet and I'm gonna get skinny no. and I'm gonna get all like jacked up like <laughs> each those one soldiers." Like, each one. The, like- they are they are designed to pack as much calories as possible in <laughs> yeah. each little cracker. They, so don't do that. They no. literally have over five. Coming from calories. experience, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they literally have over five thousand calories, and no, there's a couple of them that taste okay, but like everything is like vacuum sealed and will no, last. The best for like thing about MREs is just the cute little, the cute little uh, what is it? Uh, Tabasco sauce. Yeah, <laughs> they're tiny, tiny, tiny. They don't actually know, or they or they have like a little tiny bag of Skittles or something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, but so people, we are talking about a C-5 Galaxy, which is the largest aircraft that the military, that the U.S. military has. It is, it literally has two, de- it has two levels. It's a two-story plane, the cockpit is. And like, so we rode in the main hangar, which is like the middle of it, where like Bennett just said, there was tanks and trucks and all kinds of stuff that was, was coming back from like. Yeah, no, it had, it had, it had people that had been deployed. Cause I remember seeing a soldier Taking a nap in a satellite dish in the center of the thing, yep. he was just like, "Yo, I gotta lay down here. This looks." That's creepy. something that active duty military people on this pod on this pod are listening to this will understand that in the military you literally sleep when and where you can. That's the greatest thing that joining the reserves did for me is the ability to be able to uh, sleep, yeah, like standing up. <laughs> so, John, what what was your hardest? move i guess california like because you were older yeah portugal was rough i definitely had like really good friends in portugal that i was really close with um i really loved the weather in california and as far as relationships go that would be my toughest move as well but i also like another thing that would stink is whenever your friends moved and you left so the weird thing about california was most of my best friends, they had already left. So, like, I was, like, the last one or one of the very few of, like, my friend group. So, it kind of made moving a little easier. But mm. Yeah, yeah that's California. True. That, that's true. That's the other side is 
you know, you get these this news. So you have this friendship, you have this crew that you hang out with and stuff. And it's just a it's just a timer. Like mm-hmm. someone's gonna come to the park and mm-hmm. be like, "Yo, my dad got we just got orders. Order. Yeah. yeah, we got orders. We're moving here. Oh, when?" And then they give you the date. Usually, like how how far advanced it was, it was do they like tell you? It was like a couple weeks or months. Yeah. We yeah, I guess I would say months because we we when we were leaving um, Maryland, we had orders to Honolulu, and it was I think it was like a month before we were supposed to depl- or to to relocate. They came back and changed it to Portugal. Yeah, that's right. So we, I mean, we had our heart set. We knew we were going. I to didn't Honolulu. know that. Yeah, yeah. we're supposed we, to go to Hawaii. We had, we had yeah. orders. Oh, to why'd y'all tell we me that? We went to a different <laughs> island, very different <laughs> island. I'm not, I'm not sad about, but I was sad about then because we were right. like, Hawaii is gonna be amazing. We're gonna become surfers. And they were actually like, actually going to go to... They said these, the Azores, and we were like, where is that? We are like, what is that? Google what, that. What, what means Azores? So <laughs> when we when we did look it up, you know, on our dial-up internet, we were like, oh, these tropical uh, dormant volcanic islands 9,000 miles off the coast... Literally, specifically, a tiny little island set... What, is it 7 by 11 miles? Um, it's something like it's that. It's 18 by 22. I was so close. <laughs> I tell people it's about the size of Fayetteville, Arkansas. <laughs> it was yeah. There was nine of them or seven of them. Islands. If you got high enough on the island, you could see ocean all the way around you. Yeah. Right. Actually, much. normally not even trying to get that high. Like so, set of set of nine islands owned by Portugal. Um, they are. It's a there's there was a joint. I think it's closed now. There was a joint air force base. A joint meaning, uh, Portuguese air force and U.S. air force. We shared the air force base. Uh, we lived off right off base and base housing. Mm-hmm. Um, base housing is a is a term for <laughs> military housing for um, families. Families, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I think a couple months, maybe at the at the yeah at the least to yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I I forgot about that. Like those friends that would come back and be like, "Yeah, we got orders. Dad got orders, and right. we're living here this time." Mm-hmm. And then you were just like. We'll try mm-hmm. to live it up while we can. Yeah, yeah. You know? How many friends have y'all stayed in touch with over the years? Like, just a rough number. Facebook helps. Facebook yeah. helps a lot, but... as as you know, you're not... As far as, like, active friendships and stuff like that, like, people I still talk to, not a lot. Mm. Um, you know, I have uh, probably my... I mean, definitely my longest and closest friend from Germany from first grade Mm -hmm. but that that's the thing though is like you you make these friends and you you establish these relationships and the key is to get the moms involved if the moms (laughs) are best friends if the moms hit it off then you know even as a first grader I will see you again I mean so so story for another time but that's why we're in Arkansas is because Mm -hmm. of a is because of a friendship that our mom made yep overseas yep and in Italy yeah uh the friend you're talking about, her mom is my god, is my godmom. That's true. Her she mom. Went, she came to the house after you were born. Right, like this, I'm, this, this woman was, I mean, basically another mother. Like mm-hmm. she, she was like changing my diaper and stuff like that. Like right off the bat, like mm-hmm. I, we've known that family as long as mm-hmm. like I've known y'all. I mean. Right, but then how how much longer was it after John was born? We were like, "Okay, bye, we're going to Texas." <laughs> right, yeah, and then and then at the at the best, we see them maybe every couple years. And what's, what's crazy is like we went to, you know, um, they stayed in Germany I think for a little while longer. Mm-hmm. We went to Texas. Do you know where they went from there? They stayed in Germany a while. Okay, um, 
so we had to like call them on their landline and say, hey, this is our, our new landline number in Texas. Yeah. And keeping up that way, you know, and eventually I'm sure we got email addresses that, that worked. But, yeah. but then and we'd then, be like, hey, you know, call them up and say, hey, now we're going to Maryland. We'll call you when we get there. Yeah. <laughs> so keeping up, I mean, keeping up with people was not, I mean, it was, that was kind of a feat. Yeah, it was a different time too. I think yeah. like the I feel like that probably looks a lot different now with like FaceTime and yeah, there's smartphones. I mean, texting, yeah, texting, like. yeah. So, so we have an email address, um, and we're gonna kind of open it up for people to either share their stories or experience or ask questions. Not really sure how that's gonna look, but. Um, ask me where I'm from at gmail dot com. Ask me where I'm from three at Sorry. gmail. Ask me where I'm from three at gmail.com. All spelled out. Mm-hmm. No spaces. Uh, three is not spelled out. It's just three. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put this on the Instagram. <laughs> um, but let us know. Because, yeah, we're, I mean, we've been out of the military for 10 plus years now. Um, let us know, listeners, what is your, what is your military experience like? Are you, are you in touch with friends that you've left? Um, is that easy to be in touch with people? Do you still feel that pain of separation when you move or, or get reassigned? Yeah, and just like how does this transition into civilian life? How's it affected you into adulthood? Yeah. I'd love to know that too. Yeah, I, I want, I think, um, I have no idea who's going to listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. But, but if, you're, if you're a military kid or what we call a recovering military kid, we want to hear from you. If you're a civilian and ha- you know have no concept for what military life is like, it's weird. It's weird. The point of the point of the podcast is it's weird, um, as you can tell because of who's hosting this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the three homeschooled military yeah, brats. Like who's doing this? Yeah, but like if you so things like that bring military kids together from all walks of life, from all different duty bases and experiences. If you were ever that dork that went to their first movie in a theater that wasn't on base and you stood up ready for the national anthem before the movie started and you were the only person and you were confused and then everyone looked at you standing alone like a dork yeah we feel you we've done it we've done it yeah or if you can identify military planes in the air yep (laughs) yeah let us know or let us know we're not the only ones (laughs) or if you remember playing foursquare or or wall ball or whatever you're playing outside you know before phones and all that stuff and the national anthem played on the military base and you had to stop stop and uh oh if you're in uniform you salute if you're or if your curfew no, was uh what time did taps play 10, 10 o'clock or if 10, your curfew 10. was when taps played over the speakers <laughs> your base, and you were running for your life so you didn't get in trouble we've been there we, we did we it too like. <laughs> if you were walking on or off a, a, a military base and forgot your id mm-hmm. and had to walk back because mm-hmm. you have to show your military ID every time you get on or off an Air Force or, or military base. We yeah. feel you. We know what it's like. What it's if like. you know what it's like being in the back of a vehicle and passing up your ID. <laughs> and like yeah, ID when, is... I, when I first got mine, I think you were like 13 when you get your first ID or I something like that. I think it was that, 11. Or... Uh, why was did I think it was 10? 
Maybe it was it's ten. I think yeah, was, I think yeah. you're exact. I think you're. I think you're exactly right. I think it was ten years old. So I remember we and were. We, I, I think because I remember I turned ten in Maryland. I was pumped because I got to hold my <laughs> own military ID. And I think there. I lost it the first day. Mom was like, "Give it to me." <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! Yeah, I remember my first one was I think in California, and uh, <laughs> like you have to sign it yourself. You know, like way outside the Scribbles. lines and stuff. Yeah, Scribble we, City. We had to. We had to turn those in, didn't we? I don't I have, have a, mom's. Do you know mom still has hers? I have mine. I it has a hole punched in it, but I kept mine. Because I don't have mine. Oh, yeah. that's that makes me sad. I th- I think at some point I had to give it to my it dad. Used to give you a free drink at Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Hey, what's funny about y'all two? This is another cool thing about being the only sibling that actually went into the military. Is I still have a military ID card, yeah. but it does not look like it's, y'all's. Because we had a dependent military ID card, right? Which, which means meant, like you're just there. We were de- dependent on the, the active right. duty person. So I still have mine that's like, I am the person that gets dependent on. Ben, not to exclude you at all, but do you remember us in Portugal one time uh, spitballing an idea of coming up with a book of all the different ways you could use your ID? And the yeah. very last one would be to get on base. Yeah, exactly. It was like to cut the aloe vera for sunburn. Uh-huh. Spread, spread, spread butter on your toes. Uh-huh. Because um, you your ID is you everything. Can, you have to keep your ID on you at all times. Yes, yeah. it helps. I mean, you, that's what you have to um, get onto the library to rent books. The training center for the partiers. Yeah, <laughs> and that if you were story. gonna if you were gonna rent the Xbox at the teen center, you had to give them your your mm-hmm. ID. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like when you're a little kid and you get your first one, and you guys are going on the base or whatever is like me the all the siblings both parents everything the gate guard who checks your ids literally goes through them and picks out who he thinks is the youngest kid well it has your age on it so he knows who's the youngest he literally says okay uh can i have a john step out like step out of the vehicle and i'm like this is a real wait, story what yeah, like, yeah i'm freaking out this is in california do, do what well, do you remember in portugal we'd all be in the van we'd all have to pass our ids up to the front for yeah, them but to what's this, what's this yeah no this this something? guy was just bored and joking around one night and like asked like breaking live bullets on a, on a plane once <laughs> <laughs> okay that's hold true. on context that's true once again story for another day if there is a good story behind it but no yeah he just like i was young and i thought i was gonna get shot but like, <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, you no, know, it's real- what would be interesting is having a uh, an episode about 9-11 and us being yes, stationed I, I very near NSA. Maryland. Yeah, yeah we, were, we were right outside Baltimore during 9-11. Currently, like, living on an open base, meaning you didn't have to show an ID um, mm-hmm. to get on base. Um, that and that abruptly changed very fast, yeah. yes. And wasn't Dad off base when it no, happened? Mom, so- mom was off base oh, at Bible yeah. City, and she-, she couldn't get back on. It took her. It took her hours to get back on the base. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. You imagine how scared she was. I. I guess I didn't. I. Yeah. I knew one of them was off base, but like not being around. Yeah. Different that's, episode, that's a, but I, I was just thinking yeah. about that. Being in the military during nine eleven and the resulting, um, you know, just war, the war on terror. Yeah, yeah. What it looked like yeah. to live on base during that time. Yeah. Mm. It's a different time for sure. Yeah. So well, yeah, all the all the. Uh, uh, military kids out there that uh, if you're like go not that this is like <laughs> therapy or anything but if you have um, things that you want to share or stories or whatever because we we totally understand like we were really it's it's weird the military is almost kind of like sports 
in the sense of, uh, well, I guess I can't wait to see where this goes. <laughs> I hear a lot of like pro athletes talk about this. How like football was cool because it brought every walk of life together. Oh yeah. There's yeah. black people, white people, Asian people, Mexican people. You know, the military is the same way. You meet so many like people from so many different yeah. places. It's and true. Stuff. It's a family. It's and, like and, yeah. But but what's what's really sad is in our in our experience when we get when we left the military and came to civilian life, there was no preparation or group or or whatever like yeah. so and, and that's kind of the part of the motivation for this podcast is like we didn't have a support system when we left the military right. we had our friends that we made in the military but like going from living on an air force base to no longer living on an air force base nobody really prepares you for mm-hmm. what is life outside of the military right and jumping right into public school i was i was a homeschooled military brat <laughs> and then all of a sudden going to public school right the weirdest there's another ever. level to that <laughs> another layer for sure <clears throat> yeah you're like we're almost like chameleons like we can adapt to different people and like really and truly get along with anybody yeah no no it's true and um forgot what i was gonna say Sorry. but what you said sparked something so someone fill the space write it down for silence well we have we've got a lot of content we're gonna um probably focus our episodes on on maybe a theme or a, or a or an idea or a story or something like that mm-hmm. as we go um but as you can tell we've got a lot to <laughs> a lot of things to unpack and to uncover and whatever and i'm really hopeful that this podcast um Keeps you know keeps keeps rolling keeps um, snowballing into something that's bigger. Um, oh, I remember what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> the idea that we could be some kind of a landing pad for for some of you who are currently active active duty kids or recently active duty kids like or or just civilians that are just like maybe even know us and they're like what is the deal yeah i mean i (laughs) mean or know another military kid that's trying to because it's a weird concept what i was trying to remember was i was thinking about my like growing up and a lot of times i was so envious of the friends i had that had roots and Mm -hmm. had all these memories and had all these like existing relationships in daily life um, and I'm thinking, all, so so I just got to get through this. I'm grateful for the experience, but once I set down roots, like, then I'll be a normal, quote-unquote, normal person. Yeah. And now that I've set down roots, you know, I own a home, I have a life invested here, now it's kind of like, oh, I was not ready or prepared yep. for this. Yeah. yeah. And there, I mean, there's a level of, I think, dysfunction <laughs> in all of us uh, from our childhood, and that's kind of the play on the the name of the podcast ask me where i'm from ask me where i'm from technically like physically where are you from but then also like emotionally spiritually mm-hmm. you culturally. know culturally where are yeah. you from it's that's hard to pinpoint mm-hmm. so yeah to your point the people who know us now and, and and might pick up this podcast it might be it might be like shed some light on oh why, this is why, why john's best why is so freaking weird <laughs> yeah <laughs> And it so yeah, like it's not therapy, but if you have something that you want to flesh out, or if you have you know something, uh, some way that you are because of growing up in the military, definitely let us know. And also, though, if there's somebody that doesn't give a crap about the military that just wants a good laugh, I mean, we can be funny sometimes. Sometimes Sometimes. we're funny. Yeah, yeah. So if you just (laughs) if you just run out our good podcast and you just need a good laugh, hi. Also, stay tuned. So, next episode's like fart jokes or something. Right. <laughs> also, have mercy on us because we're new. We are new to the podcast game. So, you know. Yeah, but we just did this in one take, though. We were just right. like, first episode, but yeah. 
Yeah. And so it is what it is, and we're going to post it right because that's been like yeah. almost 50 minutes. Yeah. We're going to post it. We probably need to wrap it up. After and we're going to post a lot more. Yeah. yeah so, so we'll try to be between 45 minutes and an hour normally. I mean, average. we'll, we'll like see what shoot we'll... for it. I don't, but I don't know. I'm maybe not... maybe one day it takes us 25 minutes to tell a story, and we're like, yep, good. Yep. Cool. yep. Have Perfect. fun. Uh-huh. Yeah, so get it while you can, guys. <laughs> no promises but, but really if you're listening to this thank you and, thank you for uh, lashing this long yeah. <laughs> put your seatbelt on and get uh, ready to get to know us and our get ready to ask me where I'm from time. yeah I triple dog dare you to ask me where I'm from ask me do it, do it right now. Okay, are we, we're good? All right, we are signing off. Why was See I about guys. to say love you? Whoa. Like, I was like, 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 I'm going to fun with Tana. Love you, bye. Love you guys. Until, bye. In, until next time. Until next time. Uh, <laughs> yep. That, Stay that clever line that we're supposed to throw? Yeah, I think yeah, we need to sing. Ask me where I'm This from. is what I'm saying. We we're supposed to sing a song or something? We need a good hook or something. We're going to play some outro music. Yeah, but I also... Yeah, cue the outro. Outro. Okay, I'm hanging up. Later, y'all. Bye. Bye.